You're listening to Path to Empowerment, a podcast to help you connect your intuition, gain confidence, and light your path in life. Join me, your host and empowerment soul coach, Sydney, as we journey together through this wild ride called life. Tune in for discussions on healing, growth, authenticity, and so much more. It's time to light your path. It's time to be empowered. Hi, everybody. I just wanted to hop on again today. Um, I'm just continuing the conversation about talking about grief. Um, So again, I just wanted to put out that trigger warning for anybody who might not be ready to listen to this conversation just yet. You can go back, you can listen to some past episodes, um, and you can stay tuned. Next week is going to be a, a very different conversation. So feel free to come back next week for a whole new episode. Otherwise, make sure that when you're going into today's episode, if you feel ready for it, that you are practicing practicing proper self-care, you're making sure that you're connecting with the resources that you need and that you are taking care of yourself. Thanks, guys. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Path to Empowerment. I literally just finished like seconds ago (laughs) recording an episode of this podcast with my friend Desiree. And uh, the episode is going to air on October 11th. And this episode that I am currently recording right now is going to episode or is going to be released a week later uh, on the 18th. And I just felt called to record this immediately following the episode with Desiree because it's kind of a continuation. So for those who listened, and you don't necessarily had to have listened to that episode, but I highly recommend it. Uh, It's really a beautiful, beautiful session. Um, In that episode with Desiree, we talked about grief and the different types of grief. And Desiree is such a beautiful, beautiful soul. Uh, For those of you who listen to the podcast, you know that her business, it's called Pure Love Reiki. And she is just that. She is the embodiment of pure love. And that is the reason why I wanted to have her come on the podcast to talk specifically about grief is because she has experienced it in many, many forms. And the way that she is able to process her grief, to move through different challenges and changes that she faces, it's definitely taken her a long time to master. But I really just wanted to emphasize some of the key points that we discussed here in this episode as well, because I feel that this season of fall here in the Northern Hemisphere, we are feeling that shedding, we are feeling that letting go, and it can stir up a lot of emotions, right? Um, This time of year, I actually, I only recently started to love fall, and I talked about this with my friend Emily not that long ago. Um, I only recently started to enjoy the beauty of fall because I am a summer girl through and through. And to me, fall was always an ending. And while there's definitely a lot of theming for ending around this time of year, for me, it always felt like it's an end full stop. 
And that's why I would get so upset when fall came around because I'm like, oh my God, summer's done. And it was almost like I was living in this delusion that it was never going to be spring again and never going to be summer again. It just felt so poignant to me that it's like, this is it. This is the end. And I would cling on to summer. I'd be wearing my flip-flops until there was snow on the ground. (laughs) I'd be drinking my iced coffee until my teeth were chattering. Like I really held on to summer for dear life. And I didn't really embrace any aspects of this season, let alone winter. Oh my God, don't even get me started on that. Um, And yeah, there was just this part of me that was not ready to let go, not ready to release. And I find that now that I'm able to move through not just my favorite seasons, but even the more challenging ones like fall and winter, I feel so much more balanced. So anyway, I wanted to come on um, the podcast today just as a a quick little solo episode as a continuation from that grief episode that aired last week with Desiree. Now, in the episode, we talk about a couple different types of grief. The first one that is kind of mentioned is when Desiree talks about the loss of her husband. And I I know for myself personally, whenever I'm talking about grief, that's always the first thing I think of is grieving over our past loved ones. It's something that we all have to experience in life. And whether we're expecting it or not, grief has a way of impacting us in really powerful ways. When we lose a loved one, whether it's somebody who, you know, we see the signs, we know it's coming and we're starting to mentally prepare ahead of time before it happens, or if it's something that just happens out of the blue with no time to prepare yourself for what's coming, grief shows up and it is strong and it is very powerful. So I want to just say to make sure that you are surrounding yourself with the right resources to be able to navigate this really difficult time. Um, I did put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode, as well as the beginning of last week's episode. Um, And just like last week's episode, I'm going to put some information in the show notes here so that you're able to access these tools and resources if needed. Because grief, as much as there's a lot of internal individual work that needs to be processed during the grieving period, it's not a job that you are meant to go through alone. While grief is a very individual concept on some levels, right? You know, you could have a parent who passes on and, you know, the siblings, they both had a relationship with that parent, but they're processing the grief so different. And the grief is showing up for them in vastly different ways. So you want to make sure that however it is showing up for you, you know that you don't have to go through it alone. You have somebody, whether it's a loved one, whether it's, um, you know, counseling in the form of one-on-one or group therapy, just make sure that you are reaching out and getting the resources that you need right off the hop. When we are dealing with grief of a loved one or 
grief that we weren't able to achieve this goal or that we were fired from a job or we didn't get the job that we wanted or we're losing friendships, we're losing family, like, you know, creating boundaries one way or the other that is um, preventing you from connecting with these people. Or even as Desiree and I talked about as well, like, the grief of past versions of yourself. This is a huge theme that I'm seeing um, in the collective right now is a lot of people struggling to navigate grief of these former versions of them. And I think it has to do with the fact that, as I said at the beginning of this episode, when we talk about grief as a society, generally, we are talking about it in the form of uh, losing loved ones. And that's just generally the most, I kind of say, the most obvious example that we use when we're talking about grief. But what I found really interesting about Desiree's story in particular was that as she was working with her counselor, processing this grief of her husband, in that journey, not only was she processing the grief of losing her loved one, But she also recognized like, oh my God, there's more to this story. There's more to this than just the loss of my husband. She found, as many people pleasers found, um, and this is definitely highlighting the highly sensitive community and the empathic community, um, as we talk about people pleasing, right? a huge component of people pleasers more often than not is letting go of variations of themselves, letting go of their needs, of what fills them up. They totally disregard who they are as humans, essentially, which is sad to say, but that's it's very true. These people pleasers, these empaths and highly sensitives who all fall into this category while it may be part of their journey here on earth to help others, we get very confused. And I'm going to include myself in this one because even to this day, it's it's a journey that I'm learning to navigate. And I feel I've definitely gotten a lot better over the years. But I, I recognize every once in a while that there's pieces that I'm still working through. And it's just this reminder that at the end of the day, just as Desiree said, we are all worthy of pure love. And while we as healers and, you know, the people pleasers, empaths, highly sensitives, you name it, while there's definitely a very strong call in us to support others and to help others, we want to make sure that we're not losing ourselves in that process. And so for today's episode, I kind of want to highlight that piece specifically where we're talking less about grief over loved ones, but instead we're talking about grieving these past versions of you. I went through a moment um, over the last maybe year or so where I could tell that I was changing and I was shifting. And it was really interesting to me. I've never, I don't think I've really talked about this with um, anybody through my business. So it'll be interesting putting it on the podcast. Um, But I was finding that 
there were some people in my life uh, over the last year who had me feeling like I was unable to grow. I was unable to expand. I was unable to fully embody this person that I was becoming. Um, And this was really important to me because as I mentioned in the very first episode of this podcast, um, talking about my own path to empowerment, I talk a bit about how, you know, I was a certain way growing up. I, I feel like I was just kind of a shell of a human. And probably, oh my gosh, I guess it would be about six years ago now. Oh my goodness, six years ago, I started my spiritual journey. And it was very interesting because I remember being told that typically, this doesn't happen all the time, but typically, when you go through a spiritual awakening, you are likely to lose people along the way. And I was so surprised because that didn't really happen for me. But it was just a delayed reaction. That ended up happening for me earlier this year in in 2023. Um, And what was so interesting about it was that this person, they had known me since I was a very young kid. Like we're talking like, I don't know, grade two, grade three. And we grew up in the same small town. We went to the same grade school, the same high school. We both went to the same post-secondary university. We ended up dropping out of that university. We went to another school together. We, We had a lot of moments where our paths were connected. And as I ventured into my spiritual journey... I want to just point out that this person did come across as supportive. I I don't want to discredit them in any way. This person meant so so much to me, um, and they were they were supportive. I you know uh, just as with most people in my family, I don't think many people understood when I was talking about empaths and energy and crystals and <laughs> all that fun stuff. Um, so this person they they really did their best to be supportive, and it it was fine for a while. But I noticed in the last, I don't know, probably about three years, I noticed that things were feeling tense and the energy in this connection, in this relationship had shifted. And it took me a long time. Like I said, it was was three years in the making of this really weird shift in energy And I finally was able to recognize what I was experiencing. And what it was, is I felt like I couldn't be this new version of me. I couldn't be this version of me that had gone through this really deep, powerful, soulful healing. Whenever I connected with this person, I always found myself reverting back to high school me or to university me. and that was something that I was able to put up with for a while until eventually my body was just screaming at me saying no. And I realized that I had to go through a couple stages of grief. Around this time, I tried to make things work. Um, With that individual, I tried to explain 
um, you know, my kind of thought process. But in the end, uh, we ended up parting ways. And so I went through so much grief at that time. Part of it was grief for the old person that I used to be, because really at that point, I felt that you know, even my husband, he met me right around the time that I was starting my spiritual journey. And all of my close friends had either met me around that same time where I was just starting that journey, or after I had already like made my way through it a little bit. So people like my husband, they had the opportunity to just get a glimpse of what I would call the old Sydney. (laughs) And he was able to be there and watch me and support me as I grew into this person that I am today. And everybody else, honestly, even my family, like they, they've they been so supportive and they've really honored the different stages that I've gone through. And so I found that when this person who I was really connected with uh, for a very long time, who I was no longer friends with, the first thing that really kind of stuck out to me was like, wow, I like I'm me now. I'm I'm Sydney. I'm this present day version of me and I can grow and I can evolve and I know that everyone that I am surrounding myself with supports me and holds space for me and encourages me. But I was really really hit with this intense grief of this loss of a friendship. And this was the first grief that I had allowed myself to experience outside of losing uh, a loved one who had passed. I went through some really major shifts and transitions. I Uh, This was actually even around the time, uh, as you guys probably know from my blogs and from my podcast, when I did the Kintsugi Bowl workshop that Desiree held, where it was um, the broken bowls that you mend with gold. Um, We used like gold powder with glue, but um, it was a very, very beautiful time in my life to be able to process all of this. But what I really wanted to just point out here was that I was so caught up in that, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to grieve the people who've passed on, that this was the first time I was like, oh my God, no, no, no. Like there's there's more to grief than that. Um, and I was very overwhelmed by how str- how much of a struggle it was for me to mourn this loss of a friendship because this person was so close to me and I loved them so much. Um, And it just really turned my world upside down. Um, But just as Desiree said, right, there were so many stages of it and I needed to move through it the way that my body was asking for. Um, Some days this looked like doing some really in-depth energy healing. Um, I went to see one of my Reiki teachers for some energy healing. I was doing quite a lot of that. I really increased my meditation practice. um, And there were so many tears, so, so many tears. Uh, And I was connected with, you know, my talk therapist. So it was definitely a struggle to be able to work through and to navigate that. And I'm realizing now as we're (laughs) almost 20 minutes into the episode that what was going to be a podcast talking about personal change, we're now talking about, um, you know, grieving, grieving friendships. But 
I guess what I want to kind of say to round this all off is grief is messy. Grief is complicated. And regardless of what you are grieving or how it is showing up for you today, because it's going to show up differently, whether it's something that you think you processed years ago that's resurfacing, or if it's this fresh new wound that you're trying to work on and to heal, make sure you have people that you can connect with. Make sure that you have the resources you need. Don't be afraid to put yourself first, right? Just as I said in that last Uh, in that episode last week, make sure that you are putting on your mask first so that you can be the best version of you when you're showing up in your other relationships. But this is honestly, I think, just a reminder of taking care of yourself and showing yourself immense amount of unconditional love. With that, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in again today. Please take a look in the show notes and get the resources that you need. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram and Facebook. I'm always happy to chat and to connect with you all. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will see you back here next week for a new episode. You've been listening to Path to Empowerment with your Empowerment Soul Coach, Sydney Morrison. Connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at Go Light Your Path, as well as on my website, lightyourpath.ca. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it and rate it, and I'll see you in next week's episode.